Hello everyone, my name's Caleb Davis. And it's Noah Ginter! I'm Jeffrey Lloyd. Oh, oh Stallion. Oh, where Stallion, is he? where are you? Oh no, we, we're missing one, guys. Yeah, we are. Shucks. Well, it's true, folks. This is the rabbit trail, but Stallion Blackman is not with us today. He's in Missouri. He sure is. What's he doing in Missouri? He's uh, visiting his lady friend. Ooh. You know what's really ironic? What's that? Shortly after we started bringing up that he's single on the podcast, he started dating someone. I wonder... If there's a correlation? Hmm. I mean, so, interesting. Maybe. From now on, The Rabbit Trail is also um, a dating relationship podcast where you give us your number, we give the world your number. And, and someone's you... bound to work out. Yeah. No, that's, <laughs> no. Odds I, are. It's an odds uh, game, guys. I don't want to be a part of that. <laughs> but what if we make money? I... <laughs> uh, you know what? You guys can make the money and then share it with me. Oh, but why would we share it with you if you're not doing any of the work? Because I'm going to be the one that defends you guys when you get arrested for whatever possible crime that comes up from okay. sharing people's information, pri- private <laughs> information on the Well, okay, but what happens if they the give it to us? The world's internet. Yep. What happens if they give it to us willingly? They're like, yeah. here, this piece of information that normally would be private, I'm giving to you to make knowing public. that you're yeah. going to make it public so that I can get a boyfriend or a girlfriend. Well, I see that working in theory until someone then, like, gets hacked or, like, their identity stolen. So what we do is we create a waiver. And when they call in, uh. we send them an email. Mm. And we're like, sign this waiver saying that you're not going to hold us responsible for anything that happens because you're allowing us to put your... Okay, see, that's different. That I'm fine with. Okay, great. Um, Let's get it set up. I think we're going way too much into the legality of this (laughs) hypothetical (laughs) business adventure. I think we haven't gone deep enough. Let's keep going. Um, but actually, I mean, this stop. is the rabbit trail, so <laughs> just keep going. Well, I yeah. mean, that, I guess that would be rabbit hole if we just got deeper hole. and deeper. Yeah, just straight down. <laughs> just <laughs> Fair uh. Yeah, I don't know. It, legal things. I, I guess that's kind of why I'm here is to think about some of those ramifications. <laughs> He's the for your guys' crazy ideas. So speaking of legal things, yeah, Ooh. an illegal thing. Ah, I, li- I like some of those things. It was recently oh. brought to my attention, actually, by you, Jeff. Yeah. Um, so, Jeff, maybe you would like to tell the story then, because you're the one who told me about it. Yeah. Maybe you know more I, details than I do. I well, don't want to botch it. I don't know. I, so, it was what a good end of January. There was a couple of popular YouTubers that were in a relationship. Um, and Where? Are they, are they still uh, in a relationship? No, sorry. They are still in a relationship. No, they're, they're still together. Um, and uh, they live down in Texas. And a fan of the uh, female member of this relationship um, did not... Basically, it, it seemed to kind of come across that this, this fan did not believe that her boyfriend uh, deserved to be in this relationship mm. with her. So some drama. Yeah. And... Oh, those, um, those dramas. Which, well, and because the thing was, it was completely unequivocated, unprovoked. Like, it wasn't yeah. like she was, like, on her channel, like, gosh, I hate my boyfriend. I wish yeah. he would. Like, no, they live together. Like, they're very happy. They've been together for, I want to say, it's like a year? So, what it's a substantial sounds, relationship. It's been a long year. Yeah. What it sounds like to me is that this fan is 
probably in love with this this female YouTuber. Yeah. And he's well, angry that's... Well, we'll I mean, use that term loosely. In a loose sense. He's yes. infatuated with her. Deeply, yes. And yeah. Obsessed might be a better term. He's frustrated yes. that this other guy is dating her because he wants to be dating her. Yeah, yeah, essentially. And so, and so what happened was he basically went to their house and tried to, like, break in, um, and he had a firearm, and um, the, it was believed that he had the intention of... Uh, shooting the boyfriend um, for whatever reason he had. Um, to win her heart. Yeah, uh, maybe. I mean, I don't personally, and I don't some, see how that would, you know, correlate, but, you know, that I'm not. Get rid of the competition. Person. I mean, that's how I got my girlfriend. I shot oh. a man. Oh. <laughs> well, I'm just kidding. Well, I am um, one of the most passive people ever. So that's that, true. That is, yeah. <clears throat> but, uh, yeah, so what then what happened is he went to the house and. Tried to break in. They were both home. They heard it, um, and they essentially hid in a closet um, and called the police. The police showed up, um, and he had, like, just started to get into his car to drive away um, when the police showed up, and they he, there was his return. They were fired at each other, and uh, this gentleman ended up getting killed. Hmm. Um, See, now, I think this all could have been avoided if this gentleman would have simply taken advantage of our dating services, just given us his, his number. Oh, my. We could have found him a different girlfriend. Okay, but then here's another legal question for you. Should we set up a person who is insane with someone who is not insane? Okay. And then they kill someone. We get sued by the, the Why parents. Why are we sued? Okay. We, we set them up? Wait a second. Wait Are a we second. responsible for him then? Are we his parents? What I'm trying to say is if this gentleman had come to us before he went insane out of jealousy, if he was like, oh, ah, man, okay. I want to be this person's girlfriend, like, and I'm lonely because I don't have a girlfriend. So the mental break hasn't happened yet. Gotcha. He's like, man, if only there was a way for me to get a girlfriend. And then he sees an advertisement about the rabbit trail, and then he calls us and we get him a girlfriend. He wouldn't be dead. Um, so, wow. just the psychology of that. <laughs> no. <laughs> that's <laughs> that's not <laughs> Thank you. right at, oh, I mean, maybe a, a <clears throat> little, little, little bit. You probably had something right in there. Um, but, I mean, there's a lot of other factors that go into someone well, yeah. being like this. And, I mean, I, I am not seeing that in seriousness. And I actually... Wait, you weren't being <clears throat> serious? Now, now that I've said it, oh, <laughs> I no. kind of am experiencing... Some immediate regret. Some stallion like, syndrome? Yeah, yeah, some stallion syndrome. Hey, somebody's got to do it while he's gone, right? <laughs> yeah. But so, like, I, having realized that, I just, I realized that it could be taken as, as a joke about someone's death. And that's not what I meant to say. I was just trying to be goofy about something that we said earlier. So, that's not a good thing to joke so, about. So. so. For anyone who didn't guess, we are in the Midwest. In the so, northern Midwest, if you couldn't tell. <laughs> Don't you know. Um, but anyways, so... Oh, I, yeah, you betcha. Yeah. So anyways, I, I uh, found this story, um, and it's not a new, new story. It came out a while ago, um, and like I said, it, it occurred in the end of January, but it wasn't released until later than that. Um, and I sent it to um, all the guys here, and I was like, hey, look at this. Because we actually we follow um, the boyfriend's YouTube channel, um, or at least one of his YouTube channels. He has a couple of them that he's a part of. Um, and I just thought it was kind of interesting because it brings up kind of this idea of 
you know, what is it that being in that public eye, you know, what does that really imply? And like, what are some, you know, complications that you never think about that could come up because of that, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Like if Rabbit Trail got really big and someday we were famous, sort of. <clears throat> well, our voices are famous, not us, because you can't really see us. Yet. Yeah. Oh. Ah. Jeff might be alluding to something that happens in the future. Oh. Yeah. I don't know. But that's that's also kind of a weird thing because like the whole situation is weird because the neither of the YouTube stars were really doing anything. Yeah. To have made this person like want to, to want to kill the guy. I mean like yeah. the guy was dating a girl probably that he wishes he was dating, but like they weren't promoting something that he avidly stood against yeah. or anything. Like and so it's 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 kind of a unique situation where they didn't provoke him. Mm-hmm. He just went and did it himself. Well, well, and I that goes s- into like the whole idea of um, <clears throat> him projecting almost, and like his reality um, and his beliefs were very different than the truth. Yeah, and I think that gets into a whole another thing of like him believing that she is unhappy in this relationship and that she would be happier with him, um, and then him thinking that him killing her boyfriend would like help her and that mm-hmm. she just doesn't know that she's in this situation. Um, and I think like that's the, the really sad thing is that he, he was trying to help as messed up as that sounds is like in a very convoluted and like self-centered way. He was, uh, he was trying, he thought he was doing the right thing. Yeah. And I think <clears throat> that's almost like the saddest part is that, um, he was trying to do the right thing, even though he was doing this horrible, horrible thing. Um, that he shouldn't have, and that was like, con- like ended up leading to his death. But see, we say that, but at the same time, we don't know if he would have only shot the boyfriend. Yeah, that's true. And, true. and there all have been other cases where a fan has killed whoever it has been. Like, um, well, specifically looking at YouTube stars, uh, Christina Grimmie yep. uh, was gunned down by a fan at a public appearance. Um, non-YouTube stars, uh, Dimebag Daryl is a guitarist, um, was killed by a fan. Um, and so there are instances yeah. where, you know, a somewhat unprovoked or allegedly unprovoked, you know, incident where it just kind of arises from whatever place, you know, and, and it's one of those things where if the star knew about it, you know, maybe they would have been able to do something. Yeah. But... The, the the thing is, is that you just they don't know, you know. Yeah, it's not like they this... aren't able to monitor everyone who's in taking their media. And right. I think that's especially true with the. It, this is a fairly recent phenomenon of like a YouTube star. Yeah. Because YouTubers are are in in kind of a, a weird sense they're just people. They're still yeah. lay people. They're not celebrities in the sense that like um, Hugh Jackman yeah. is a celebrity because he. He's on the scale where basically he can choose what mega million, do, mega millionaire dollar movie he wants to be a part of. Mega millionaire dollar movie. Shh, don't question it. Don't question. Well, if it. I'm gonna, if you're gonna stand in for Stallion, <laughs> I suppose. Yeah, I'm. Ah, oh, jeez. You're just like my words. Next up on the totem pole. Shoot, man. I'm. I'm just discount Stallion. Oh no. Well, you have a beard, <laughs> okay. so you got that. Okay. Discount Stallion <laughs> with a beard. 
Um, no, that's that's <laughs> but, actually but, yeah. really interesting. And I would <laughs> I would argue that um, big YouTubers like maybe uh, PewDiePie, who yep. is like the most subscribed YouTuber, I think he is still the I, most. I don't know. He's fallen out of favor a lot. I um, think he still has the most. He, he might still have the most subscribers, um, but he's not YouTube's favorite son anymore. Yeah. No. Um, but like th- the idea that like well people... I would say that he uh, he has the biggest yeah he is still number one with 54 million subscribers okay. that's a lot um, of people yeah, yeah I would say that he has a wider reach of people at least just like who have at one point because I don't think all those subscribers are necessarily oh, up to date on his videos no, no. Um, but that he has a wider base of like fans almost than like some famous people or yep. some celebrities would mm-hmm. Um, and so that's really interesting that we're kind of like in this, like they're in this gray zone of like people, celebrities. Yeah. Because a lot of YouTubers do stuff from their home. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like they don't, it's not like, like again, going back to the Hugh Jackman analogy where he flies in to a location and films something for like a year or like a few months at a time kind of a deal they create their own content locally where they're at and then lots of people see it. So it's it's kind of a, a recent idea of being a YouTube star right. where you may be really well known among a select group of people, but then a lot of other people have no idea who this person is. Yeah. You know, and, and I, I feel well, like so YouTube stars are basically celebrities you can interact with. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. That's another thing because well, celebrities like Hugh Jackman, we don't have direct contact with them. Yeah, right. um, I think the really interesting thing, as I'm looking at the list of like the top twenty most subscribed YouTubers, uh, there's like I would say two common threads, and that's uh, game playthroughs and vlogs. I think mm-hmm. there's something about like everyday life that people are just kind of drawn to, um, especially when people do interesting things or have funny interactions especially with other people who put out vlogs or videos. Yeah. Um, I feel like that's a huge... Uh, a lot of these people will do that. And then another huge thing is video game, like, playthroughs and, like, Let's Plays. Um, like, I'm looking, and I would say, like, top the, five of the top ten are all video game channels. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you have a couple, like, um, Smosh and other things who just do, like, comedy bits mm-hmm. and comedy sketches. Um and they do different things. But I would say, like, vlogs and video games are, like, the two big things. And so it's really interesting that those things in particular are what draw people in and, like, are able to get people to sign up and, like, continually re- watch that sort of thing. And vlogs are weird because, it like, how, how much... How often is your day the exact same as before? Like, the same a, day-to-day? A yeah, like, it's relatively the same what you do or who you talk to, things like that. Well, I feel like if I was trying to make a vlog of my life, people would be like, ah, Noah's recording the rabbit trail again. Ah. Well, okay. well we're college students, <clears throat> too, though, so our lives are literally built around also, the schedule. Also, another thing with that, vlogs are pretty heavily edited. Mm. Um, like... If you had a true representation of somebody's 24-hour period day... You'd never watch. It would be really boring. Oh, it's so boring. Vlogs represent a highlight reel of, of people's day. And part of that is, like, a lot of people who have successful vlogs were yeah. successful at something else first. 
Mm. And then people wanted to watch the vlogs because they're like, I want to hear what you have to say about everyday regular life. Yeah. And that kind of goes back to the idea of being able to interact with YouTube stars is because um, video games and everyday life, those are things that so many people do. Like the number of people that play video games is immense. And if you know that there's somebody who's funny and who likes the same kind of videos, video games as you do, and is really good at video games, then you're gonna wanna watch them do that. Right. Similar to the way that like, cause some some people who have video game Let's Play channels mm-hmm. also do vlogs. Yeah. yeah. Because they're like connected. It's like, oh, yeah. I really like this person from this. What else does he do? Cause I wanna see what else he does because I connect and relate to him yeah. on a more personal level than I connect and relate to Hugh Jackman. Yeah. Right. Well, and I like, I know my sister watches a family vlog mm-hmm. and so it's a dad and a mom and then they're two kids. Hallie can correct me on this. Hallie, comment below what the vlog is that you watch. Uh, the something something Jolie's and Bob, the, the Caleb's way. Hi, Hallie. Yeah. Um, okay. The, uh, uh, they're, they're a foreign family uh, from okay. the UK somewhere. Mm-hmm. Um, but like just some of the stuff that she's posted or like she talked to me about um, and she's like the thing that I think appeals isn't necessarily looking at um, the highlight reel, but it's looking at someone who's in a different circumstance than you. Yeah. Um, Because Hallie is not married and does not have children. Um, And so I think that she kind of enjoys, like, that that look into, like, married life and things like that. Hearing somebody else's perspective on something. Especially people who are likable and funny Mm -hmm. um, and who really, like, just enjoy interacting with each other. Yeah. Um, And I think that's kind of the thing that all YouTubers have in common is that interaction that mm-hmm. you were kind of mentioning before. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's really interesting. And it's interesting how that can kind of backfire and things like this can happen, bringing it way back to where we started. Yeah, I mean, the way I look at YouTube is basically the radio on steroids. Mm. Because... Visual it's, radio. It's, it's visual radio, steroids. essentially. Because it, it's, it's more interactive than what, like, TV is. Yep. It's more interactive than what film is. Um, I would say it's even potentially more interactive than like some, um, I don't know, uh, what's the podcasts, like what we're doing. I think it's, you know, potentially more interactive than what that is. Um, because there is that sort of like instant communication with the comment sections and, you know, giving the YouTuber a chance to comment back. Plus then there's, you know, big, you know, uh, conventions like, uh, VidCon and yeah. RTX, depending on what the, um, the channel is. Yeah. Um, you know, it, like depending on if it's a game, a gaming channel, or if it's you know a beauty channel, you know, like there are different places to interact with these people. Yeah. Um, and it's such a heavily sponsored platform mm-hmm. where you know companies will bring people in to basically be spokespeople for them. Yeah. Um, yep. And so you'll get these different interactions and stuff like that that and, uh, you don't see. Uh, and you then know, also, other there's like a little bit of everything on YouTube. Like, you can go from watching um, a video of a, a cat falling down the stairs right. to watching a TED Talk about psychology. Um, interesting fact about cat videos. Last night, I spent 10 minutes watching cat vomiting videos. Attempt, just, uh, there is a good reason. Because okay. in a interview, Andy Serkis said that that's what, like, he based the Smeagol voice off of. Oh. And so I I can't do it, but my roommates can. And so I was trying to figure out how to do it. And so I was looking up videos of cats vomiting to try and get that sound 
Okay. I and see. it's actually very hard because you have to like close off your throat and yet talk at the top of your mouth. And it's just like, what the heck? Andy Circus, you are <laughs> a crazy fella. Just so you know, that's a rabbit trail. When you said interesting fact about cat videos, that was not where I was expecting that to go. And thus is the nature of the rabbit trail. All. That is why it was interesting. But, so while we're talking about kind of like entertaining videos, yeah. have you guys seen the videos of Ski Ballet? Oh, yeah. Ski ballet looks like so much fun. It looks like you gave a four-year-old skis and they don't know what to do. And so they just kind of like flop around on skis. Or you asked a four-year-old, what's an Olympic sport that we should add this year? They're like, ski ballet. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, can you explain what that is? Well, you're on skis and you need to ballet down a hill. Oh, okay. (laughs) Are yeah. you gonna comment on his four-year-old voice or am uh, I? No, I wasn't gonna say it. I was just gonna Go let ahead. it be. I, this is not what a four-year-old sounds like, but okay. well, sure. It was just, it was different. <laughs> what it was what different. does a four-year-old sound like, Noah? Oh boy, um, probably goes a into bit. Smeagol voice. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyways, uh, probably a little. Uh, younger than a five-year-old voice, but older than a three-year-old voice. Oh, oh see, that okay. was where I went wrong. Yeah. Yep. I was kind of going for younger than three, but older than six. Yep. Mm. Well, That's for, the problem. For anyone that doesn't know what ski ballet is, it's apparently an Olympic sport that was only in two Winter Olympics. It was in the 88 and 92 mm-hmm. uh, Winter Olympic Games, where it essentially is like skiers going down a slight incline yeah. Um, so that they have movement, but then they have music playing, yep. and they like kind of dance while <laughs> it's, wearing it's kind skis. Of like, uh, uh, figure skating, but with skis instead of and skates. And if it was on a hill. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but they use their like the poles to like lift themselves up into the air, so they can do like jumps and like different well, things. Well, jumps is a loose then, term. Yeah. And then there's lots of flourishes. Yeah. And, and like they use yeah. like the uh, the bend of the skis to like swing around and like bounce almost, and I think that was some of the most interesting stuff that they had is when they were like moving like from the back of a ski and the front of a ski, and they were like bending so that the foot wasn't touching the ground, but it was still. It's impossible to describe. It's yeah, very I, very uh, interesting to watch. Highly recommend it. See, I go the other way in all in describing it in that all that high energy like fast-paced action of normal ski sports it's everything except that about <laughs> skiing like literally Jeff everything just doesn't like the winter olympics well i i love the winter olympics but this particular because like part of the winter olympics is it's a bunch of people doing really high energy like somewhat dangerous things outside and this is that like you have all of the tools yep literally the exact same thing with none of the speed, none of the danger, but basically none of the excitement, and then it's over. I would argue that the Olympics aren't about excitement or danger, but they are about athletic ability. And I would argue that you or most people in their right mind couldn't do ski ballet. So I don't I, want to. I understand why it is no longer an Olympic sport, because <laughs> Jeff is right. It's not very interesting to watch all the time. It's very, like, 
limited in the amount of things that they can do. However, I do have a like high level of respect for the people who did perform in that because I know for a fact that I, along with the majority of people in the United States, could not do that no matter how hard we tried. Now, well, now here's the question, though. You could not do that as of, like, right now you gave it to me or could not do that if I trained for 20 years like these people Well, had. I mean, if you trained for 20 years, you could do any of the Olympic sports. No. You don't think? You don't think no. that there's natural talent okay. that goes into that? So what I will argue is that a lot of these people started when they were kids. Okay. And it is much easier to learn something of technical ability yep. when you are a kid than, true. than when you're... I mean, so it might still be possible for some things for us because we're still developing. We're, we're in our 20s. Um, so it will be easier for us to learn something new and master it than it would be for if we waited till we were 50. True. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, I feel like to do it at the level that Olympians do it at, if you don't start when you're a kid, you're at a severe disadvantage. Hmm. Because so many of Olympians are like kids. Like when yeah. you look at like the, like the particularly like female, yeah, like the, that one snowboarder who's 17. Yeah. I'm four years older than him, and uh -huh. he's he's in, because he grew up snowboarding. Yeah, and so that's why he's able to at seventeen compete with the best in the whole world mm -hmm. of people who do that. But then I was mm -hmm. going to say also, you look at like gymnasts, like all of the huge star gymnasts are like sixteen, seventeen, yeah. and then like once you get a little bit past that, they stop coming to the Olympics because they're just mm -hmm. not able to do it at at the same level anymore. Yeah. yeah. Well, and that's one of those things, too, is you, you, you really do have to look at the different sports because depending on what the sport is, the age of the athlete changes dramatically. That's true. Because you look at, like, cross-country skiing mm -hmm. or um, yeah. skeet shooting. Yep. Like, depending on, you know, those competitors, I mean, skeet shooters, they are usually not all young yeah. because that's literally being a good shot, which mm -hmm. comes with practice and time and skill. Where you, then you look at, you know, like gymnastics, where that is very much a very, very physical sport yeah. where your body just can't do that. Yeah, if you don't you know? have the right body type, it doesn't matter how much time and practice. You can be good, but mm -hmm. you'll never be an Olympian. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. And so, like, that's one of those things where it's like there are definitely sports in the Olympics where it's kind of like, yeah, I could see a lot of people doing that if you practiced and you did it for however long. There are other sports. Like what? What are some other sports that you think that aren't necessarily like one hundred percent like need to have done it forever? I would say like bobsled, skeleton, maybe. Um, so like some of those sports where it's mm. like more about um, physics and like learning how to turn, when to turn, how like how much weight you need to put in, how much fat, how much of a speed can you get going, curling where it's essentially like ice bowling. Um, obviously, <laughs> it, it's a lot I, of skill. Yeah, I would say curling is almost... Because I have spent more time watching curling than I would care to admit. <laughs> um, but it is like very much like skeet shooting, where it's like very skill-oriented. Mm -hmm. And like a lot of the um, competitors are a little bit older, I think. Um, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Or, or even something like, like ping pong. Like, I know, I know that's, that's Summer Olympics, isn't it? Yeah, that's but Summer. Like, it's something where like, if enough study and practice and muscle memory, 
is something that you can you can learn. And right. obviously, the people who win ping pong oh, yeah. have been doing it their entire lives, and right. are they can hit the ball faster than I can see it move on a television screen. Mm-hmm. But like at the same time, those ones are easier to be able to master it at that kind of a level. Which obviously still takes an immense oh, amount. Yeah, of without work. a doubt. Yeah, I don't ever want to say like I am not taking anything away from the Olympic <laughs> oh, yeah, athletes by any means. Yeah, whatever. I, it's like, yeah, give me four weeks and I'll be there next year. Not, yeah, no, I don't want that to come across as what I'm saying. Kayak I, is I am very lame sport. Gosh, I I am very aware of like my physical capabilities <laughs> and. Pretty much anyone in any sort of athletic circle can probably outdo me in almost any athletic anything. Um, and so I don't want that to be the way that I'm coming across. But what, I, what I'm saying is, like, you know, there are some sports that are... Attainable. Attainable, yeah. Yes, that's a very good way of saying it. See, I wonder how much... I, I don't want to say that we're ignorant of, like, a lot of those things, but I think that there's probably a lot more in some of those sports than oh, we sure. definitely are aware of, mm-hmm. especially like bobsled, skeleton, um, the luge. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, oh, I, think, yeah. I think I think that there's a lot more that like just goes into that than just like the simplicity of them doing it for a long time. Mm-hmm. Um, I think there are things that they naturally are just good at and mm-hmm. naturally capable of. Because um, like I am a bigger dude, there's no way that I would ever be selected to be on a bobsled team just because of my physical. Ability, I would take up a lot of room and I would weigh the sled down. Um, whereas Caleb would definitely be someone that they'd be like, oh, yeah, we could see you being somewhere because you're small. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, and, and I mean, that, that is one thing, too, is like, I mean, I think all of us have played sports. We were all athletes. I know yep. Stallion was as well. Um, and so, like, we have all been in those situations or been around, or at least I personally have been around athletes where they have trained, you mm-hmm. know, in their yeah. certain sport. And so just because I, I say that it's quote-unquote attainable does not mean yeah. that getting there is easy yeah, by no, any no, no, no. any sense of the word. Um, yeah, because I think we're just talking about degrees of variance yeah. where it's like right. this this thing is at a level of, of a attainableness. Attainability? That, yes. My word. Thank you so much. <laughs> Obviously for being not here. your word. That's no. a wrong word. Yeah. Oh, your yeah. word. <laughs> Well, well, yeah, but like, like because yeah. there are there are some sports in the Olympics that are a degree of attainability that it's like yeah. if I quit everything that I'm doing mm-hmm. and devoted the next twenty years to doing this one thing, potentially mm-hmm. I could end up in the Olympics twenty yeah. years from now. Right. Okay. Yeah. Um, well, and that that is part of it too. Is there is so much subjectiveness that goes into it because mm-hmm. things are constantly changing and constantly, yeah. you know growing and people are constantly getting better at things and you could literally just have an off day or everyone else at the competition could have an off day you know yeah because that's like happened before actually like particularly in speed skating yeah where there was like a favorite who was like oh he's gonna win nobody else stands a chance and then he and two of the other people fell over Mm -hmm. and then the fourth person is just like i win like (laughs) was it australia I and that's their like so. only Olympic. That was their only Olympic medal in the Winter Olympics for a while. Yeah. Um, just a little fun fact, trivia time. Who do you guys currently think is in first in medal count for the Winter Olympics? For this year's Winter Olympics. Yes. Oh. Hmm. Uh. I'm. So, gonna, I would say it's South Korea. Oh. I'm, see, the I'm home gonna, team. I'm yeah. gonna go with Canada. 
Mm. I wish Canada was in first. They're not quite in first. Are they, are they top five? Uh, yeah, definitely. Okay. If Canada wasn't in the top five, I think Canada would just stop. <laughs> yeah, they would just be like, sorry, guys. <laughs> <laughs> sorry to disappoint. Um, no, Norway. Norway. They lead both ah. with number of golds and total medals with 13 golds, 11 silver, 9 bronze, and a 33 total medals. Wow. Uh, second place, who do you guys got? Canada. Nope. Dang it. <laughs> China? No. Germany, 12 gold, oh, really? 7 silver, hmm. 5 bronze, 24 total. Third. After this, I'll just tell you. Canada. Yes. Yes. Okay. I was just going to keep saying yep. it. <laughs> they have uh, <laughs> nine gold, five uh, five silver, and seven bronze with a total of 21. Uh, closely followed by the Netherlands with uh, six, oh. six, four, si- with a total of 16. Mm. Uh, then comes in the U.S. at five. Oh, we um, are top five. Yeah. Because mm. I... Just, I think after today, you guys are. I... I we are. Yeah, you're, <laughs> you're still American. I'm both. Yeah, you're both. It's weird. But, um, because, like, I, I haven't really been watching much of the Olympics, but, like, I was talking about it with my dad, yeah. and he was like, yeah, we're not doing quite as well this year, so I wasn't really yeah. sure where we were. Um, right but, now, the hmm. United States has five gold, four silver, seven bronze. Okay. Okay. Um, and then France, Sweden, uh, South Korea are all top. Oh, no. France uh, is... Oh, this count is a little weird. That's oh, okay. because it's not based... It's based It's based on uh, total medals, not... Or it's based on gold medals, not total No, medals. not total. Oh, okay. Um, okay. So I was just thrown off when France, Sweden, and South Korea are in the order of 14, 8, 9. And I was like, that seems wrong. Um, But interesting fact, Russia is not in the Olympics. It is the Olympic athletes from Russia. Oh, yeah. I remember that from the opening ceremonies. They Mm -hmm. said something about that. Yeah. Um, they, they're not what is the that Russian about? athletes. I don't know. Was, I just saw that, and I'm a little perplexed. Yeah, I can't remember what, because they were talking about it during the opening ceremony, because this is the first time that Russia has ever had this happen, where, like, they technically are not at the Olympics. Yeah. But the athletes still wanted to go, so they were like, <laughs> we're going. yeah, we're going. And they, like, <laughs> made, like, a union-type thing of, oh, like, cool. athletes. Union. I, I think was the story. Yeah. And it's, like, athletes from, I don't, I can't remember what all areas fall under Russia, because mm-hmm. um, I can't remember if like well, most Ukraine of Asia has their own country Russia. or stuff like that. Thank you. Um, <laughs> Thank you. I thought that was a pretty good joke. Um, so I don't remember how many like, because I don't remember if, like Ukraine has their own team yeah. or anything like that. But um, and so yeah, it's this weird kind of Ukraine does thing have its own team. Do they? They've okay. actually won one gold medal. Congrats, hey, Ukraine. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Props well, to you guys. And there's a country that has their first ever female athlete in the uh, Winter Olympics. Hey, this what year. country is that? I, I can't remember. I, I want to say it's maybe it's Jamaica. They have their fir- that that's it. Jamaica. Their first ever female bobsled team is oh, in the yeah, Olympics yeah. this oh. year. Cool. Um, so way to go, Jamaica. Hey, that's actually pretty, pretty, like, bobsled in particular is historic for Jamaica. Because wasn't, isn't, didn't they make a movie based off cool of Cool Runnings, Runnings yeah. but I don't know that that's an, is that a true story? It is. Okay. Um, it's not 100% accurate. They didn't lift the uh, toboggan over their heads and run across the finish line with it. Okay. Um, but, yeah, there was a Jamaican bobsled team that came in and everybody was like, oh, they stink. And then they did surprisingly well. Okay. Um, and then I think, like, the next year they went on to win a medal. They, in, or at least place. Nice. Well, um, so mm-hmm. Cool Runnings is based on a true story. Props to Jamaica. Yeah. Women go, are Jamaica. cool. So, yeah. 
question for you guys. Yes. Jamaica does we, not currently have a medal. We've been yet. on the Olympics for a while. And okay. This, true. this question has been has been kind of rolling around in my brain as we've been talking. Okay. If you guys could suggest a winter Olympic sport. Oh boy. What would it be? Oh, oh, oh. Jeff Jeff is giving us a funny face. He wants us to um, talk first though. Yeah. So since I'm on the spot and okay. I have to think of a new sport. So here I wait, have, can I create I have an my example. sport? If you want to. I oh. have an example if you okay, want to kind yes. of think about it. Yeah. So um, the first thing that came to my mind is like ultimate snowball fight. Oh, kind of where it's like, interesting. So you treat it kind of like dodgeball. Yep. And maybe you give each team a certain amount of time at the beginning of the game to like mm-hmm. build fortresses and yeah. stuff or like obstacles and yeah. stuff that they How can big hide is a behind. Team? Uh, that's a good question. I'd Initially, say six. Yeah. Six? yeah okay, six, so six, 12 six, people six. on the field. Somewhere yeah. between okay. like four and ten. Oh! Oh! Wow! You, if, you could you could have wow. a small well, I mean, team I mean, at four and a oh, large team like, at ten. Okay. What I'm you could saying, do like yeah. two sizes and then have like yeah, because you could you could yeah. do like the uh, uh, four person team and then like a ten person team. I yeah. Like you know how like, you have um, multiple sizes yep. for different sports. Yeah. Yeah. I got gotcha. Other areas too. That could be cool. Yeah. Yeah, and then so you treat it kind of like dodgeball or like where each person has a certain amount of hits that they can okay. take yeah. before they have to sit out. And then the it's deal. last team standing? Yeah, because then okay. it could be like a mix of like like parkour and like yep. running. And like Actually, also... that parkour in the, sa- in the snow, not in the sand, <laughs> that'd be the different Olympics. Uh, the different Olympics. Ca- Canadians don't really acknowledge the Summer Olympics. Those but are like, the other Olympics. Because it could also like entail some like running, but then also like strategy of like yep. building your obstacles yeah. and then, like yeah. being able to throw the snowball well. Mm-hmm. Packing snowballs mm-hmm. well. Yeah. You would have to make sure that the snow is able to be packed and not just like That's powdery mm-hmm. smoke screen snow yeah um i don't know i kind of want to say broom ball just because oh, i feel like it's okay. hard to be really good at broom ball sure so you kind of would just watch a bunch of people <laughs> look like idiots even though they're very very highly trained athletes <laughs> and i feel like that would be kind of fun otherwise i was also also thinking of doing the four by one on ice just like running around on ice so, so you just speed have- skating yeah, but you're running with boots or, like, so, shoes. Speed <laughs> shuffling. <laughs> yeah. That's it. Okay. I just, I'm trying to think of something super funny to watch because a lot of the sports are very serious and very, like, yeah. oh, they, they have to score and do this and da-da-da-da-da. And right. I'm just kind of like, yo, let's let's have some fun with this. Broom ball. But okay. I do like ultimate snowball fights. That would be a good yeah. one. Jeff, you have yeah. obviously have I'm one. I'm really excited well, for this. Okay, so I kind of had two in mind. Okay. Um, Combine them. No, no, that that wouldn't work. But so, because one that just kind of popped in my head as you were talking about like the serious sports, I kind of want to see what like snowmobile racing. Because they just like um, they just uh, brought in uh, uh, snowboard racing not yeah. super long ago. Yeah, that was a couple. And years. I know like in the X Games and stuff like that, they do like snowmobile racing. I feel like that could be kind of an interesting one. Yeah, to do. definitely. Um, because that wouldn't be. And like, that would be the like mix of like entertaining and also not super. Not serious. super serious because yeah. I mean it's snowmobiles racing. Like that's just cool. <laughs> um, but the one that I was thinking is, um, you know how? Well, I mean it's the Winter Olympics and it only happens every four years. So yeah. I, I was like trying to think of something special. Um, you know how they have like. Um, like competitive like uh restaurant dressing like you have to like come up with like 
different like menus and yeah like, that's during, a thing. yeah yeah I've it's heard a thing. Of that. it's really uh, interesting and, and not very popular yeah no you have to like come up with like different themes and come yeah, up yeah. with like table settings there and... is an episode of Bob's Burgers where uh, their son becomes a competitor in this sort yeah. of competition yeah well and so I was thinking I was like that would be kind of something again yeah. not super serious yeah. but kind of fun to watch yeah. just to see what like you. the different countries because I, I think and I see where and, you're and going so I was this. like okay but how can that translate to like something winter. wintry yeah and I was like I got it what about competitive Christmas tree decorating beautiful <laughs> perfect like I love it because like there were two issues with it though because I was like not every country like necessarily celebrates Christmas and yeah. it also happens after Christmas and it happens after Christmas <laughs> but I feel like hey, because discount it, trees well because I was thinking because well, it happens after Christmas so there's so many things that could like go into it and because yeah. there's like different religions yeah and they like, go into like, it and you're like a Kwanzaa and like yeah like um, if is, I don't know if Israel sends in a team or whatever you know like, yeah. have, like so a, you can um, you can get like culture points yeah, yeah. That and like don't and, necessarily have to connect mm-hmm. to Christmas. Yeah, and so yeah. you could have like like holiday decorating and like for mm-hmm. all the the different countries that like do like and they could like set out different regulations like yeah. you have to have a tree decorated in some fashion. Yeah, there has or, to be a theme throughout the yeah. tree. What would your meal be that and how yeah. does that relate to the rest of your theme? Do you leave cookies out for Santa Claus? Yeah, or Cinder Claus if like yeah. you know depending or like yeah. do, you, or do do you have like an anti Krampus whip or something yeah. like that, you know like yeah. and you like playing on like the different each Krampus whip. Yeah, well, because, like, Krampus is, like, you <laughs> yeah, know, like, a, different. Yeah, yeah. And the so, like, those Santa different uh, countries that have different holiday traditions, yeah. you know, and embracing that. Because then, because I know that's one get, thing. Like, that would just bring cultural diversity to the exactly. game. Like, yeah. That just seems like a good thing. And, wow. and it's in this, like, cool holiday spirit, yeah, too. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Interesting. I don't, I think it'd be kind of a fun I'm really one. excited yeah. for Christmas now, guys. Wow. Jeez. Oh. Foldy Stallion was here. <laughs> That's too bad. <laughs> I guess he loves his girlfriend more than uh, he loves Christmas. I, I think this is a good place to wrap up, guys. Um, <laughs> where did we start? Where were we at the uh, beginning of this episode? We started with... Uh, legalities of you guys oh, yeah. dating my, business. My dating service idea. Yeah, uh, turning really the rabbit good. trail into a dating service. If you we, have a, a need for a significant other, a boo or a bow... Let us know, and we'll uh, hook you up. Uh, we need to come up with the waiver first, though. So yes. Be patient with us. And we need to us. have it legally binding. Yes. <laughs> be patient. <laughs> but so then we talked about legalities, yep. which yep. led us into uh, uh, those the, YouTube, the YouTube stars, mm-hmm. um, which then... I don't remember what that was. We talked us... about the phenomenon of YouTube right. stars yes, and yes, what yes, makes yes. them different yeah. from other kind of celebrities. Yep. Um, and then we just kind of went into entertainment. Like, we talked about YouTube for a while. Right. Um, and kind and of what how makes that, it unique. Yeah. Which yeah. led us into ski ballet. Yes. Yeah. And then that um, led us then into the Olympics. The Winter Olympics. Uh, and then um, we talked about making our own Olympics. And also levels the, of attainability. Yep. Mm-hmm. And medal counts in different yeah. countries. And the first for some countries. Ukraine yeah. got its first gold and Jamaica's first female bobsled team. Yep. Wow. Th- this um, was a really exciting episode, guys. Yeah. Yeah. So we shared some uh, of our own made-up Winter Olympic games that we want to see. 
We would like to hear from you guys, those of you who use the Anchor app to listen to The Rabbit Trail. Those of you who don't use the Anchor app, shame on you. Just kidding. Thanks for listening. Wow. However, yeah, no, please don't stop listening. However, you should really give Anchor a try. Um, we're super glad that you're listening to us um, through whatever podcast medium you're using, but Anchor gives us the opportunity to interact with you um, in the same way that YouTube gives YouTubers the ability to interact with their audience. Wow, you guys can leave comments. Uh, you can also call into the station. Yeah. We can play your calls on the air so it's other crazy. people can hear what you have to say. Super high end. So with that... Anchor, please sponsor us. <laughs> leave comments, call in, tell us what kind of a sport you would suggest for future Winter Olympic Games. Could you imagine tug of war on ice? Oh my gosh. How amazing would that, that would be? That would be so funny. Like the second someone falls, your team is done. Well, unless somebody else fell too. Because that's Ooh. the thing. Just because what if both teams fall? Then they have to struggle to get back up and go. Now see, I, I think you guys are, are missing out on the uh, big idea of competitive ice fishing. I also thought that was one that I was almost going to bring up. And then I was like, you'd have to find a lake with fish in it. Yeah. Which I think could be well, hard I mean, for some countries. They could make... Yeah, you could make it. They just dump a bunch of fish in. Well, no, they, they take a skating rink. <laughs> and, and anyway. Right before the ice fishing competition, <laughs> the ice skaters do their competition. Yep. And then afterwards, they... The come, ice fishers don't have to work very hard to get the hole in. <laughs> Anyways. This is the Rabbit Trail. My name's Caleb Davis. I'm Noah Ginter. And I'm Jeffrey Lloyd. Thank you so much for listening to us. It's been a blast. Tune in next week to hear what we're going to talk about, because I sure don't know. I mean, we never know. That's kind of the point. Okay, I'm still a little bit stuck on the ice, or the snow ballet, whatever, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Because I watched some of it, and it kind of just looks like drunk people got loose on a hill and they're like, you know what? Let's just give them skis and see what happens. And play music. Like, yeah. I, I, I very much am, like, half tempted to find out if they just took other athletes from other events, got them drunk, gave them ski equipment, and pushed them down the hill and just kind of was like, well, we can televise this. It's fine. Merry Christmas, Stallion. <laughs>